Pulp MX Network production. It's the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show on PulpMX.com. Presented by Scott Motorsports, Rocky Mountain MC, and Pro Taper. Welcome, everybody, to the NFAB Fantasy Supercross Podcast, brought to you by Pro Taper Scott, rmfantasysx.com. We thank everybody for listening. You want to learn how to win at your fantasy leagues, whether it's Moto Dynasty, whether it's Motocross Fantasy, or whether it's that RM Fantasy SX League. Listen to us. We'll help you out. We're experts, they say, although uh, well, we're not doing all that great uh, myself anyways. But um, thanks for listening. We'll talk about uh, Daytona and all that happened there in terms of fantasy and look ahead to Indianapolis and what we think is going to happen in fantasy. And uh, we thank everybody for listening. Get it on iTunes. Get it on uh, Stitcher. Get it on the Pulp MX app and all that. NFAB, proud sponsor of the JGR Suzuki Race Team and is also the industry leader in high-quality tubular products. Steps, replacement bumpers, light mounting solutions for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. N-Fab.com. Lifetime craftsmanship warranty, a five-year finish warranty. Uh, They're probably built in Houston, Texas, USA, and we thank those guys. Also, ProTaper, the Rockstar uh, Energy Husky team with Dino and uh, Marty and Osborne and Anderson. They run ProTaper. Geico Honda runs ProTaper. JGR, so you guys run ProTaper. Whether it's uh, bars, grips, uh, foot pegs, sprockets, chains, ProTaper.com. Whether it's Bradshaw back in the day or Anderson and Barsha now. ProTaper can be trusted to provide revolutionary products that continue to set the industry benchmark for others to follow. And Scott and RM Fantasy SX as well on this show. I'm Steve Mathis. With me on the line from Get and Athena. Uh, he is a past fantasy champion. He is Dan Truman. What's up, Truman? Oh, not a whole lot. Looking at these scores from the weekend. <laughs> Looking at these scores. And how do we, how, how do we think? Um, well, I think good, but the site differs a little bit on my points on uh, Moto Dynasty, but yeah, I did okay. Alright. Okay. Um, also on the line from ProTaper.com, he's a former fantasy winner. Also, Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? Hey, Steve. What up, Dan? How are you guys doing? How's ProTaper uh, Cycle Gear show going here in Las Vegas? Really good. Um, really good. You know, their um, Cycle Gear is a big, uh, big Big network of stores, so um, they are they are big pro taper stores also. So yeah, it's a chance to meet with all the store managers once a year and then preach some pro taper uh, pro taper knowledge, man, and help help Just sell some stuff. Show them that micro bar, micro grip, and everything for the KGSC that they use, and everything, and there you go. Stuff prints money. I know, but then they got to then they have to show it to the customers that walk in the store and, and put it in a customer's hand so Dude, they can see the difference. Once you so. put that bar in a tiny person's hand. It's done. It sells itself. It's done. Uh, you you got my sales pitch, and you haven't even heard it. You know it. You <laughs> think of how it. good. Uh, think of how good JT would have been with that bar back in his 450 Supercross days. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine? But for real, okay. So Jmart, I was just so, told some mind blowing fact on Monday about his glove size. He could yeah, run a micro he bar. The youth extra large. He could run a micro bar. He could. He could. Zach Osborne has really tiny hands also. Yes. Microbar candidate, yeah. if you made them for the big bikes, <laughs> which we hope you might one day. But, anyways, uh, ProTaper.com, please check them out. And uh, ProTaper got a heat race win in the, with Justin Barsha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah did, sure did. Did either of you yeah, jerkies too. pick Barsha for a heat race win in Moto Dynasty? No. 
<laughs> that would be a no for me too. <laughs> All right, let's review our Moto, our Moto Dynasty finishes for the week that was in Daytona. Uh, going in there, I know we said Tomac for the most part, it was his race, won it last year. He's a bad dude at Daytona. And I had Tomac number one, I swear. But I saw the practice, and I'm like, oh, Dungey's bringing it. Dungey is bringing it. And, it, and so then I knew it was going to be a shitty, you know, kind of hard, hard to pass track. I looked at the practice times, and I thought about who is going to get a start, Ryan Dungey or Eli Tomac? Like, who? And I said, Dungey will get the start, and he was fast in practice. Changed my pick to Ryan Dungey to win. Damn it. So I had, right, all solid points, though, right, Dan? Like, solid thinking. Yeah, so it was solid thinking. I, I I had Dungy to get the whole shot. I pick whole shot every time because I'm not in this championship, mm -hmm. and uh, of course I got negative points for that. So right, um, he actually got the opposite of a whole shot, the exact opposite of a whole shot. Uh, okay, so anyway, so I had uh, Dungy one, Tomac two. I had Baggett third, great at Daytona, and Dungy and Baggett rode awesome. They just rode awesome from the back. I had Mar fourth. I didn't know how you know recovery was from his flu, but it figured well enough. I had Sealy fifth, so I correctly got Sealy in fifth, thirty points for me. Anderson sixth, Chad was seventh, one off on him. I had J Mart eighth, and we had talked J Mart a bunch last week. Paul, you nailed it as far as his qualifying. You said he would qualify well, and he did. Um, but so I had him eighth, I, six to ten is what I thought. Uh, I was pretty off on that. I had Dino ninth, terrible Daytona for Dino. I had Millsaps tenth. Uh, was a little bit off on that. Grant 11th. We know he's good at, at Daytona. I was off on that. Brayton 12. Uh, he was 10. I was a little bit off on that. So all told, not a very good week for me. Only one guy correct, and that was Cole Seeley. And uh, 10 out of the 12, top 12 right, which isn't so bad. But nobody in the right spot other than Seeley. So. The, fa the fact that you don't put Tickle in your top 12 every weekend blows my mind. He didn't make it this week. <laughs> I know, but you definitely overlooked it. I don't know, Dan. Like he got third the week before. Yeah, you gotta think. You gotta think that Tickle, who's in great shape, who gets better when the tracks are, you know, bad. I mean, he had a crash and he started in the back. He still got up to like 14th or something. But yeah. you got luck. You got lucky. With yeah. That. Well, I, you know, Brayton qualified 18th, and I have him in 12th. So why would I put Brayton in 12th? I'm I'm going with you. Overlook Tickle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I might have. Uh, anyways, how'd you do, Dan? Um, I left Tomac in first. Uh, I just thought with Daytona and how he's been there in the past, I just left him there. I had Dungy second. I correctly had Anderson right in third. I had Baggett in fourth. So, yeah, like you said, he rode great, but I was, you know, we all thought he would be better. Yeah. I had Chad Reed fifth, so I was one off there. I had Marvin back in sixth. I was not impressed with him all day. Mm -hmm. uh, I watched most of the race down by the mechanics area, and he came in numerous times and shaking his head. And I don't know if he was fighting the bike. I know he was still sick. So I thought he would be, you know, mm -hmm. in the top 12, but I still had him in sixth. I had Tickle seventh. Cole City was eighth. I just didn't know where to put him. Um, yeah. You know, he, he rode he rode good, but I still think Baggett beats him if, uh, you know, Baggett gets a better start. I agree. Yep. I think so. I had J-Mart ninth. I was with you. Um, like Paul said in previous week, we all thought he would qualify well. He does really well when he rides laps by himself, it seems. And, um, you know, he started up front and take nothing away from me. He rode great, but I still well, think look, he, he had a, a, he had 18th gate pick, and he nailed that start. Now, not kind of shit on his ride, but let me shit on his ride a little bit. That was RV, though. That was RV. 
<laughs> what do you mean? Oh, R- RV, RV went, told coaching him, I know, right? No, RV went to the line and told him to start in third gear. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he clicked her, her into third and held her wide open. I'm serious. I don't think so. There's no way he started in third on that start. I'm dead serious. This is what we were told right after the race, that RV told him to start in third gear. I'm going to text RV Actually, right now. RV did gonna, it so often in his career. Yeah, I know, right? I'm, maybe RV Cali always wanted to try it, but he wasn't willing to. off in third gear. Ask RV. Just ask him. Anyway, um, I had Wilson in 10th. It was a terrible ride for him, I think, at Daytona. I thought he'd be way better. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Grant, 11th. He was he was better than that. And then I had Davey correct in 12th. So, I mean, it wasn't terrible. I got 15, 20, 30 points for a lot of guys. But uh, I'm out of this overall because I missed the first few rounds. But, mm-hmm. um, so, but, I mean, it was okay. I, I missed out on Alessi, Brayton, and, and Barsha were my three zeros. All right. Paul? Oh, I nailed it, Steve. I nailed it. Oh, correct. Exactly. I nailed it. <laughs> yeah. I nailed it. Yeah. Just, no, I don't play it. You just refuse to play it. Okay. I don't drive a vehicle with three tires, and I don't play on a site that doesn't work. All right, fine. Thanks. Thanks for thanks for promoting this pod. It's great. Um, all <laughs> I, right. I, I love to be here to promote the pod and give people advice. Going but, um, to uh, I'll give you my top twelve picks, but I just don't play that site. Going to Indy, uh, NFAB uh, Racer X Fantasy Supercross Show. Going to Indy, um, Tomac's on a roll. I will probably go Tomac Dungey. Paul, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think definitely. Um, I'm putting Tomac in there every week right now at the. I think the momentum is here, and he can see some smell blood. Let's put it that way. So the fan inside of me is put, it's putting him at, at one because I want to see a title fight come down to the last race. It hasn't happened in, I don't know, years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let's put him one. Even if we're wrong, let's put him one. Okay. And, uh, yeah, Donji two. This track should be ruddy and crappy, soft, poopy. Should be, yeah. Right? Just like we, we've seen before. Um Yeah. And then I think you got to go, you know, like we talked about, Marvin. Marvin should be better, right? Another week? God, I hope so. Um, Marvin, Anderson, Seeley. Three, four, five, um, in some order. I don't, know if I'm on, I don't know if I'm Marvin on the podium. What about you, Dan? Well, I'm, yeah. saying, I'm saying in some order anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm still – I'm on the fence about Marvin. I, I talked to his practice bike guy this week, and he said he was only able to ride once. And uh, I just got over the flu, and it's it's no joke if that's, you know, I'm sure he had the same thing that's going around mm-hmm. everywhere. And, uh, I mean, you just have no energy, and uh, especially with the ruts, it's going to take more out of you. I think I go Anderson third and Seeley fourth. Seeley's been good at Indy before. I think he, did he win Indy or got second there um, in the past? Mm. So, yeah, I feel like when he filled in as Troy Lee guy, he did well. I don't know. Maybe not. I'm just saying I, I I'm not sold on Marvin. If he goes out and he qualifies really good and he he looks great, then mm-hmm. then maybe. But I'm not sold. I, I'm I am sold on Tomac and Dungey one two. Yep. And then that next spot, I really think Anderson's been getting better and better each week. Um, he would probably be my third. So Anderson, Sealy, Marv. Yeah. Yeah, and and I'm even maybe I'm on the fence too much, but I still think Baggett um, is more up in the mix as well. Um, Marvin's yeah. just yeah maybe this this cold is that bad but man mm-hmm. like fifteenth well know. if you go three four five like we talked about then uh, your next guy is Baggett your next guy's got to yeah. be Baggett if in, unless you want to put him into that next group and I can't can't argue that he's been he's been fast all year um, Millsaps is in that next group although Davies is Davies wrist all right I mean it didn't have a great Daytona we know he faded back in uh, in Toronto a little bit so. 
Yeah, I'm going to put Davey a little farther back. I think I put uh, that next group of Baggett, Baggett there and say sixth if we're doing Marvin in fifth. And mm-hmm. I think Chad's ahead of Davey right now. Um, Dave, Davey's, I think he's just nursing injury, both yep. shoulder and wrist. So I think you got to put him back. And then okay. that whole next group is like, for me, it's Chad, Tickle, Dean, Grant, yeah. like that whole next group. Yeah. Grant's a top 12 guy. He's he's solid. That oh, way. Yeah, yeah, every time. Yep, every time. Um, just a matter of Barsha can creep into there. Barsha got, uh, what, 10th or 9th in Toronto? And now yep. this week he won the Heat and got 11th after a first-turn crash. So I know, yeah. Dan, you just I'm read off 12. Right? Dan, you just read off your 12. No, I, I had 11. I, oh. I, had, I think I'd put, I'll put Barsha in there and, and pull out uh, – well, I'm not going to have Brayton in there. I don't know why, but I pulled out Brayton. So, um, I don't know. Dean's you got to put Dean in there, too, I think. So, it's tough. Oh, I know. Yeah, no. And, and Kennard's coming Super back. Tough. And we have a really rutted track like that deteriorates. I would imagine Tickle's good in those situations. I know Millsaps is great in ruts. Um, got to talk about is, track, too. I mean, Is Webb coming back? Tough. No, Detroit. No, Detroit. Right. But Trey, Trey's coming back. I don't think I put Trey in top 12 right now. He can. Of course, he can do it. But I don't think I can put him there. Yeah, I, 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 can't, put him ahead. I can't put him ahead of Grant and those guys right now. Nope. No, I mean, maybe he you know, he puts it together and everything else, but he needs to show it, I think, for a week and then let me see and put him back in there, you know? Yeah. Um, all right, so there we go, folks. Uh, Tomac, Dunge. And then let's say Marvin's struggling a little bit, so then go Anderson, Seeley, Seeley, Anderson, Marv fifth, Baggett sixth, Chad seventh. After that, Tickle, Tickle, Wilson, Millsaps, Grant, Barsha, and sorry, Justin Brayton. I feel like he's good at yeah. me too, though. But yeah, yeah I mean he's, he's good. good. In the ruts, that you guy get, too, yeah. You get a start though. I mean, yep. he's going to for sure be up there. So, yep. But uh, looking at looking at the track map and and what we know about the dirt, I would imagine the start is going to be. I mean, it's. I sound like a broken record, but the start is going to be extremely important again. If it's a crazy rutted track, and it looks like we have tighter lanes and and not so much of a fast high speed track, I would imagine passing is going to be tough again. Yeah. It, from the track map, it, I mean, it's hard to tell with the ruts. That, it, that's all what comes into play. Mm-hmm. The yeah, of course. Yeah, this place you know. has been been sketchy before. Um, this is um, here's a here's a little fun fact. This is the exact layout that is at the Suzuki track, I believe. The Suzuki track layout. Oh yeah, I believe it is. Yeah, I think so. I've been there, and it's very looks very very similar to me. Yeah, the Nest guys had Toronto. They all sucked. So. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yeah. Good point. And uh, wait, and the Castillo Ranch guys had <laughs> Dallas? Yeah. And I didn't see Adam Ecting that yeah. excelling there. But so. but yeah. the 1250 guy did make it that was riding at, at Castillo. Um, I don't remember his name, but I picked him in Dallas because I had heard that they had the track and he was practicing on it. And he did make the main event. Oh, okay. So I'll, huh. th- I'll, take, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. All right, 250 East from Daytona. Uh, the big question mark was, were you or were you not a Jerry Robin guy? He came out of nowhere, qualified well. Uh, he also was an eight handicap, and he was 18th, except he got docked one spot for cutting the track, which dropped him to 19th. So he was that close to being double points. Uh, in motocross fantasy, um, but uh, for the for the Moto Dynasty, anyways, um, I went Osborne again. I just thought he would win. You know, I just he looks good and he rode well at Daytona. So I don't think it's anything that um, 
you know, I think that's just a blip. I had Savachi second, so I, I got that right. Uh, 30 points for me. Adam, I had third. Jordan Smith, fourth. I got that right. Uh, I had Christian Craig, fifth. Craig's crappy year uh, continues outside of Toronto. Ferrandis was sixth, and he got third. We'll talk about him in a second, whether whether he moves up. Amart, I didn't know. I know he qualified fastest, and I'm just like, it's so up and down. And I put him in seventh, and I was I was right. Although I easily was thinking I could be burned with that after that qualifying time. Amar got, Amar got eighth. You were wrong. No, no, I know, no, no. But I'm saying I was oh. I was right in the sense of knocking him down, like knocking. Oh, okay. Like yeah, yeah, not right. be, not being uh, concerned, not being something with that fast uh, lap time, you know. So, um, I had Reslin next in eighth. Uh, Norin, I thought I thought Freddie would do well. Uh, ninth. For Freddie, zero points for me. He did not make it. Wentland, 10th, zero points. I might be off the Wentland train uh, officially. It might be officially off my Wentland uh, top 12 train. Kyle Cunningham, <laughs> I, the JGR thing, I'm like, yeah, Cunningham's good. He's solid. Uh, he'll get back into the mix, but his lack of main events scared me as far as the time and everything else. He'd only made one other one this year. So I had him in 11th, but he actually did really well, got 7th. And I had Cole Thompson 12th, and he didn't make the top 12. So, uh, Dan, how'd you do? Uh, pretty similar to you. I, I had Osborne to win Savachi and AC 2-3, so mm-hmm. we had the same there. Yep. Uh, I had Amart a little higher, uh, not only because of his qualifying times. I thought that he would be good on a more outdoor-style track. Um, I was wrong, obviously. I had Craig fifth. Um, yep, me I'm too. assuming we, we all got a zero for that. <clears throat> I had Jordan Smith sixth. I just kind of where I've been putting Jordan. I know he's been doing better than that. Um, I just kind of looked at the guys ahead of him and was like, all right, sixth it is. Mm-hmm. I had Frenchie in seventh, and uh, he did way better than that. And I was uh, I was surprised. I, I thought he would be good, more, better at this track, but not that good. Mm-hmm. And uh, same as you had Redlin eight, Norin nine, uh, Cunningham ten. Like you, I thought he'd be better, but I didn't know that he was going to be that much better. Yep. Um, I had Lorenzo in eleventh, and he actually got six, so he rode really good. I only got eight points for that. And then I had, uh, I guess this was a mistake, I had Mitchell Harrison. So I don't know what, maybe I clicked the wrong guy, I guess. I had uh, four four missing, so eight out of the top 12. Yeah, I had, I had three. I missed on A-Rod, Audette, and Dakota Alex, the last 10, 11, 12. Right. Alex, I saw Alex, and I know he's a good starter. I know the track favored a good starter. But I knew, didn't you say, Dan or Paul, he had shoulder problems? Yeah, right. he did. I mean, he he sat he sat out uh, right. Toronto because so, he had that big crash at Minneapolis, and he was already already had an injured shoulder coming in. So, um, I mean, I didn't. I wasn't never thinking about him top twelve. I picked him in motocross fantasy, but that was only because he well, just had to make the main event. I was like, look, his shoulder and Daytona, not a good combo. Like, I one hundred percent was like, hey, Alex can get a start, and that's all you need on this track is a start, so he can be in the top twelve easy. But I thought shoulder Daytona, I'm out on that under Dakota Alex. So he showed me, proved me wrong. Um, so going into Indy, I still like Osborne, Paul, to win. I saw, I mean, I saw yeah. nothing at, uh, you know. Yeah, I think this is going to be a really interesting round for some reason. My gut is telling me that. And when I look at their season stats, and if I'm, if I, obviously, I mean, I've worked at Pro Circuit. I know how they, those guys are thinking. Um, they have confidence rolling right now. I mean, all four of their riders have been on the podium. They have three riders that have won main events. They've had two uh, rounds now that both of them have gone one two, the ball is rolling. Uh, everyone's happy, and Adam has some confidence now. Joey has some is spelling blood again. He gained a lot of points. I think it's going to be a really telltale weekend. 
Um, I am stamping those three on the podium, but stamping. I am not sold on what what order. Okay. Yep, stamping. Yep. Those are your, those are your top three: Cincerello, Savachi, Osborne. Um. Yeah. Stamp it. Yeah. Um. Stamp it. <laughs> I I stamp can't. It. Yeah, Real I can't. Stamp. I can't. Uh, I can't argue. I can't argue. Um. Ferrandez got on the podium in Daytona, and he's been riding better. But those guys are better. The three you just mentioned. Um. And, and Alex Martin, up and down. So. Dan, are you stamping? Are you okay with Paul Stamp? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm I'm not stamping, and I I agree that I think they're the three best guys. Stamp. If Craig gets if Craig gets a start, he can be on the podium. So I think that uh, I think Craig will be on the podium. I don't. I actually have right now. I just did my team. I have Osborne, AC, and Craig one, two, three, and I have Savachi fourth. Oh, oh I don't know about I, that. I disagree a little bit with it on this on this round. Like I just think it's really soft dirt, too short whoop sections. Um I just don't I don't know, man. Uh, like there's that there's that extra thing that those guys have in the back of their head, which is the title. They have a shot at it and that's gonna rate that's gonna bring a little bit more out of them and I mean I could be wrong. I've been wrong a lot. So maybe you'll be right, Dan, but I just I'm gonna disagree for the hell of it on this pod because it's my feeling. I would put Savachi on the podium before AC if I had to drop one. Dan's doing the opposite because Savachi is really, really solid. Adam obviously won, but we've seen Adam hit the deck in I think in three out of the four races this year, uh, either in practice or qualifying or whatever. So I'm gonna go with the with a rock solid Joey Savachi, although Toronto wasn't rock solid, but if I'm going to take one guy off the podium, but I th- I like the three that, that Paul said anyways. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Joey could win the race, but at round one, Joey won, but he wasn't happy when he won. He didn't ride that great, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Then yeah, I don't Atlanta, think he rode good at all either. In Atlanta, he struggled bad in the whoops, and he salvaged the night. Obviously, we've seen Toronto was a, you know, he got into it with some riders, and he probably could have just been on the podium if he didn't get into it with a couple guys. So, I don't know. I think that Joey's put a lot of pressure on himself, so... Mm-hmm. Um, he gets a start and gets out front. He win the race, obviously. But uh, yeah, all right. Well, if we go with that podium, I'm okay with that. But where do we put Craig? Like, do you even put him in a top twelve spot? Does, <laughs> yeah, because he seems like a podium yeah. or, or out of the top twelve guy. I I disagree with that a little bit. I mean, I, I think I think he's in the fifth range this weekend, um, depending on a start um, and okay. depending if he can kind of flip things around for himself. I think uh, it hasn't gone well. No one. Obviously, obviously it hasn't gone well. Hopefully he can switch it around. He knows where he belongs. Oh, yeah. Um, but I don't know that this track and this dirt is, is the round that's going to, you know, it's, it, it'll be a real big statement if he does switch around this round. Let's put it that way. But I still have him in the top five. Um, well, let's face it. Um, you know, the, even the podium in Toronto got a, was a little lucky. He admitted that. Um, right. You know, so even the podium, like people are like, oh, he made the podium. Yes, but... That probably should have been a fifth. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, all right, and so Christian, I'll tell you that I'm sure. No, I, I, he was. Yeah, he he did. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, so okay, so so put Smith, Ferrandez, Craig next three, or for Craig, Ferrandez, Smith, whatever next three. Yeah, after, yeah. I put I'm putting Craig ahead of Martin. those guys. Just that I still think there's a little bit. I think Craig still wants. You know, I, I don't think he's given up yet. Right. You know, I think he still can be a podium guy. But, yeah, I think those are, for me, those are my top four. Osborne, Cincerello, Craig, and Savachi in, in some order for me. Okay. They're the four best, in my opinion. All and right. then that next group is, for me, is Alex Martin, you know, Fernandez, uh, Jordan Smith, that group. Those yep, three. I agree. Um, Alex Martin. Yep. Um, did you say Alex Martin? Did I miss that? 
Yeah, okay, yeah, Mark. Sorry. Yeah, yep. those three. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, and then after and then that, Reslin's been good. I think, yeah, I think Cunningham, Renslin. too. Reslin and Cunningham. Renslin. Yeah, Reslin. I think, I think those are 8-9. Yeah. And then, and then there's, like, another group of, like, Norin, LaCrucio, Harrison. A-Rod. Do we know who's riding for yeah. Geico? Do we know? I was told it was going to be figured out yesterday. Uh, I don't think we know. Paul? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to text right now. <clears throat> See if we can figure it out. Somebody's going to ride. And I, I would think uh, it would be A-Rod. Because he's the guy that can go with nothing. Nothing's holding him back. So if A-Rod gets it, I put him in the top 12, right? Like just that support and everything. I think, yeah, I think either way you could put... That last spot, you could go yep. Harrison, Audette, A-Rod, yeah. you know, yep. Dakota Alex. Uh, yeah. I, I think that that last spot, you kind of watch practice. If someone gets hurt in practice, you know, you bump them out. Right, put them right. In, you know. Okay. All right. Uh, N-Fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. Do you ride a stock bike? No. And why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Uh, visit n-fab.com. If you want a deal on NFAB stuff, just contact me using the contact form on pulpamex.com, and we can pass that on, and they can uh, they can hook you guys up. The Fusion Handlebar, the one-third waffle grip, the Twister throttle tube, and micro bar. Just a few examples of how ProTaper continues to push the limits and reinvent the way we all experience riding our motorcycles. Right, Paul? Yeah, man. And Rocky Mountain. Rocky Mountain ATV uh, MC, your premier uh, source for power sports gear, parts, and accessories. Uh, whether it's a KTM 450 or 250, uh, they're giving that away for the season-long prizes. Otherwise, if you just want to go week to week, they give it video games and Dunlop and A-Stars and DC and Motion Pro. 100% goggles, uh, lots of people on there as well to help out uh, with that league and give it away. And Scott Sports, proudly established in 1958, a global leader in manufacturing and developing products, scott-sports.com. Their new uh, uh, goggle is phenomenal. Uh, pretty much all the riders are wearing it right now. And uh, please check it out, at Scott Motorsports on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, the Rocky Mountain KTM team runs them, and the JGR Suzuki team runs them, and, of course, the Pro Circuit team with AC. They run Scott Goggles, Prospect Goggles. I was trying to think of the name, Prospect Goggle. Uh, please check it out. All right, let's go to Rocky Mountain real quick. Uh, we talked about your top five I have a already. Question. Yep, go ahead. We were talking about 250s. Um, I'm looking at the points. What happened to, Dan, you might know this, but I'll direct this question to the, to the uh, Moto Concepts um, inside reporter. Um, mm -hmm. What happened to Cameron McAdoo at Daytona? Cameron, I am the MCR insider uh, yep. in the media. And um, uh, Cameron McAdoo cut his hand during the week, and they put stitches in it, and it was too painful to ride. Guacamole? Yeah. Avocado? <laughs> oh, yeah. we, oh, we did have a guac, uh, an avocado <laughs> injury last year, right? Yeah. He, uh, I don't know. What's, uh, he, rode the, he rode the untimed practice. Yep. <clears throat> and then he actually rode the first qualify the time practice. And I was in the mechanics area, and he came in and just grabbed his mechanic and left. And I was like... Uh, that's really strange. So yeah. I went back to the went back to the pits, and he was just in his gear signing autographs. And I was like, "This is really strange. I don't know too many people over there." I asked Brayton the mechanic, and he's like, "Oh, he's not racing. He cut his hand." 
And I was like, oh, okay. And mm-hmm. then when Night Show came around, he was in his gear, and I was, like, very nervous because <laughs> I was like, I want to pick him in fantasy, but why is he in his gear? And I, so I asked Braden the mechanic again. He's like, oh, no, he's just young. He he don't want to get out of his gear. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> hey, everybody, I race motorcycles for a living. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's check me out. Like, yeah, I guess so, um, yeah, he, I, I heard the same thing. I heard he cut the side of his hand, so it was pretty hard for him to hang on right. to the handlebars. He's a top 12 candidate if he's racing this weekend. And I th- would think he would, right? I mean, he almost rode Daytona, so. Yeah, I just don't know how bad it was. I've never seen it or anything. Yep. So. Um, all right, so Rocky Mountain, the wild card was 12th. And I got it. You got it? Yeah, Millsaps. Wow. Why would you go Millsaps 12? Well, because that's what place he got. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> hey, thank you. Dan nailed it. Thank Dan you. nailed it. Um, I had Barsha 12. Who would you have, Paul? Uh, well, I had Cole Seeley, and that's because I picked him for the Wild the previous week, and I forgot to make picks. Oh, How's that? See, that's, that's my <laughs> issue with the, that is my issue with this site. <laughs> it it allows you to like. I, I get it. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Well, I, know, they, I, I think it's a good thing. I didn't pay attention. Yeah, I think it's so a good thing. It keeps it keeps us players involved, Dan. That we're just you know that we kind of space and forget. It keeps us involved. I scored yeah, I'm getting, points. I'm getting beat. I'm getting beat by one of my friends who doesn't follow Mudo that close, and he literally only picked the team like the first three weeks. So he has the same team on from like San Diego. <laughs> it's like it's like Tomac, uh, Dungey, Marvin, Seeley, Anderson, and it Rock just repicks the yeah, <laughs> it just repicks the same team every weekend. And he gets you know forty, fifty points a weekend, and he gets the wild card right every now and again. It's very like, this is, yeah. This is so wrong. It's very disappointing for sure. Um, I had I didn't change. This one, uh, I picked this usually when we do the show. So I went Tomac Dungey. So Dun- Dungey's fast qualifying didn't scare me. Um, it, it scared, didn't scare me in the Rocky Mountain thing. So I went Tomac Dungey Baggett, Moosecan Anderson. So I correctly got uh, Tomac right. And I, like I said, I went Barsha instead of Millsaps for 12th. So, um, and what did you have for your top five, Dan? Uh, I did pretty good. I had Tomac first, Dungey second. So I only got the five points for him. I had Anderson correct in third. Um, uh, I had Seeley fourth and Chad fifth, so I still got five points, but or uh, points for Anderson and Dungey, and then five for the other guys. And then I had the wild card right, so it was one of my better weekends. Seventy. Yeah, that's pretty good at all. So, so as we said in the Moto Dynasty League, when you go to top five, go Tomac Dunge. Now, yep. these guys are, you know, you're kind of, you're a little bit uh, waffling on Marvin's ability to recover from this flu, so maybe don't put Marvin next, and uh, put Anderson, Seeley, Marvin. Correct. Yeah, I'm going Tomac, Dungey, Anderson. I'm making my fourth and place, fourth and fifth picks right now. So um, the wild card is Dan, ninth. Tell me who I should pick. The wild card is ninth. I think you go Sealy fourth, and then for fifth, go Baggett. I'll do. That. Sounds good. Ninth is uh, ninth could be a Millsaps. Yeah, Barsha this week. Keep stick with your Barsha pick. Yeah, okay. I like it. I like Justin Barsha for ninth in the wild card. Great idea. Dan's scaring me with the what about uh, Dean Wilson. What about Dean Wilson for a ninth? That's good too. It can happen. That's really good. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Dean Dean's a very, very easeable easy, I should say, uh uh ninth place. Actually, you know what? I am picking Dean. Ah, screw it. I'm changing it. Okay. I'll pick Dean too. Yep. Both gonna get it right. Dean Steve. Wilson, ninth place on RM Fantasy com. If you guys want to get it right, pick Marsha. <laughs> Actually, I should, maybe we should listen to Dan. JT goes on and on in our shows about Dan's luck. So Dan is better than us. He's he's he's. I've only I've won Supercross once and outdoors once. Dan's won 
like combined four or five times, I think. Yeah. He's better at this than us. Yeah, no, exactly. All right, motocross fantasy. Four riders uh, can't, t- can't pick the four. Uh, two weeks in a row, and this is a handicap league, so it makes it a little bit more strategy, a little bit more fun. Uh, I scored 116 in 450s and 80 in 250s. So that is terrible. It's not good. Yeah, it's not good. Um, for Daytona for 450s, I had Jmart, but so did everyone else, right? I mean, Dan, you talked about laying off Jmart. Did you lay off Jmart? I didn't, but Paul will tell you, I, I was very busy at Daytona. We had a, a lot going on, especially with the amateurs and stuff. Paul texted me about 15 minutes before. He was on the out. fence. And, and I was like, he's like, have you picked your team? I said, no, I, I'm looking at times right now. Um, and I was like, I don't think I'm going to pick Jmart. But the week before, I skipped on Barsha, and it really bit me. And uh, I was just like, if I don't pick him and he crushes it, I'm out of the series for the year because essentially you lose 50 points, you know? Yep. So I just went with everybody else, which kind of made it a seven-race pick, you know, the the way the handicaps were. Seven really riders, was, yeah. Yeah, seven riders, sorry. And uh, I ended up picking them at the last minute, but I was on the fence. So. Right, well, good thing you picked them for you because 50 points, he outperformed everybody else by 20, by far. Uh, yeah. the number one pick uh, in the 450 class. So I had Martin, and uh, Paul, you had him, I assume? I had him. Yep, uh-huh. and then my next guy I pick was Josh Grant, so I'm doing good. I got one and yep. two. Uh, my next guy will my next guy was Kyle Chisholm. I did not. Oh, three great picks. Three great picks. Yep. And the fourth pick was a, a close friend of mine, and it really pains me to so bad. I think, know who you're think poorly of him, but Jake Weimer. God. Jake Weimer. So he was a six, and he got seventeenth. So. And he and he was in six. He was actually in fifth place at one point. He was fifth on lap one. Yeah, on lap one he was in fifth. Did he just tell me he crashed? No, no crash, no crash. Oh, Jake. Yeah, it was a bummer. I actually had the same. I mean, I had Weimer and Martin and Chisholm, um, and then I had Barsha. Only picked Barsha because nobody, most people couldn't pick him because of the week before. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, I'll pick him just because. And I mean, he he rode good. He crashed in the first turn. Still got 28 points, but yep. um, Weimer, I'm like Daytona. He doesn't quit. It's yep. gonna be a long race. Yep, yep. All my he all was, my thinkings. Yep. He was having a rough day, like all day. He was, you know, not great in qualifying, but it's like, oh, he's 15th. You know, that's that's perfect for Jake. You know, and literally just the wheels fell off that bike, and he was just like, he just struggled. He just struggled. With I was it all gonna day. I was gonna text him like, hey, buddy, and I'm like, you know what? No way. <laughs> no, he, he he knew, man. He it was. He really wants to do good right now, and he stayed in North Carolina and tested all week last week, and uh, just it was bad. It was the first time I've ever seen Jake just like throw in the towel and and just you know Mookie crashed with three laps to go, and Jake just kind of like he got up and Jake just rode around behind him. You know, it was like, it was very, I was like these two Suzuki's are just circulating. Dan, can you doing. can't you do something with his get ECU like? <laughs> Can't you uh, do something where the bike rides itself for a little bit or something? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> something, Dan? Um, uh, okay. When I was younger, my dad wanted to make a remote control um, that connected to my throttle so he can control it because he said I didn't gas it enough in the spots. <laughs> crazy Checo. Crazy Checo that he was. Um, all right, so yeah. who'd you have, Paul? Um, what? Are we, 450 or 250? 450, because you didn't say it, did you? You said you had Martin, yeah. but that's no. it. No. Yeah, no, four, so 450, I scored um, 90 uh, at Daytona. Well, then why is and, Dan um, saying I did so crappy? 116, I scored. 
Yeah, in two fifty. Well, because I like we had, really did we well had, in two fifty class. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So the the four. This is where I I could have had a shot at winning the weekend. I think after the two fifty main, I had a shot. I thought. Um, actually, no, I didn't because uh, I had Justin Bogle and he was to be racing in the event. Oh, so that was oh. going to be an issue. So I have Bogle. I have zero points for Bogle. Uh, unfortunately, I took Jake too. I was exactly thinking what you guys were thinking, and I spoke to Jake today. But we have and uh, we have elected not to talk about Daytona. Uh, we're, we're, you're, and, uh, you're Bill Belichick right now. You don't know who Bill Belichick is, Paul, but you're on to Indianapolis. He, he coaches oh. the Patriots. Oh yeah, good job. You're on Indianapolis. You're on Indianapolis. Yeah, we're yeah. we're we're going on to Indianapolis. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I I agree with it. And I I really do feel Jake is going to start an uptrend soon. I believe in that. Um, I just don't know that it's going to be in Indianapolis yet. I think it'll come a bit later. But uh, he's going hey, to there's, uptrend. There's seven rounds left. Let us know. Let us know, Paul. There's seven rounds well, left. I mean, ruts aren't. A, I mean, Jake practices on a hard. Oh, he's from. Yeah. He's from Idaho. He, he li- yeah, he is from Idaho. He lives in Huntington. He rides in Corona. Um, <laughs> ruts are a bit difficult. He's got short legs. He's got a long torso. His body is not built for this stuff. So you don't think the there's a, you don't think coming. there's rut practice in Huntington? Down by, down by the pier. No. Well, there is there is rut practice in Huntington. There is, but Jake's married. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, so Weimer, Bogle, those were my picks that cost me the weekend, and then my other two guys, Jeremy Martin, Josh Grant, one and two. So did good there. Weimer and uh, Weimer and Bogle cost me the weekend. That, what about? Can you see? Did was was Jeremy Martin a one hundred percent pick? Can you no, see? Be, no, because uh, everybody doesn't pick a team. So oh, okay. it'll never say 100, percent right, okay. but it was really I high. Think I screenshotted it, and I, I want to say it was in the. I thought I want to say it was the high 60s. I want to say it was 67. percent It was the highest I've ever seen. Oh, okay. So okay. So it's it's super high. Then if you follow that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Because I mean, yeah. why would you not? You you can't save them for a week. You know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. So. Um, and we should probably let everyone know that that's a tool that they could use on this site. If you go to the top picks, you can look at the percentage of what people are picking, and that's where Dan gets his strategy of, oh, the entire league is picking this guy. I'm going to go opposite and not take him. Hopefully he'll have a bad weekend, and then I can take him the following weekend when his handicap grows, or should grow. Yeah, least, but that doesn't always work, Paul. Later. If you passed on Jerry Robin like you did and he did bad, you're like, yes, he's going to be a 12 this weekend. And, and we'll yeah. get we'll get to that. All right, let's, about that. About that. Yeah, about that. Uh, breaking news: uh, Justin from Motocross Fantasy is uh, currently uh, a strung out drug addict, according to his uh, according to his picks. Uh, his handicaps. Uh, he's on he's on Shutter Island with Leonardo. DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I got eighty points, which is which is uh, not very good. I had Kyle Cunningham thirty six, Gannonette thirty six. That's good, right? So far, so yeah. good. Yeah, um, that's great, Fred Ignorin. Nah, that's not so good. Eight points. I really thought Freddie was gonna. I really thought it was gonna be, um, uh, you know, a solid track for him. He's and had some bad races in a row. He has. He has. Toronto. He was sick. So, um, my last pick, and I don't know why, this came from me being home and overthinking and looking at it, and you know, really trying to get in deep on the last guy. Overanalyzed. Oh, badly, Henry Miller. Henry wow. Miller was my last guy, and I'm you, you know what though he he wasn't terrible. He got he got caught up in a first uh, the dragon back section after the first turn. Mm-hmm. He they got they all tangled there in the heat race, and he actually got landed on. So okay. in your defense, he he more than likely would have been in the main event. Uh, I would think so. It's, the LCQ was the 
I would say the easiest. There was no factory guys in the LCQ this mm-hmm. weekend, so it was the easiest LCQ for somebody like Henry Miller or you know yeah. a guy of his caliber. Right. So I wouldn't. It, it turned out bad, but I don't think that was right. like a terrible. Okay, day. well that was so. so Cunningham and Audet was good though. I went on with Audet because um, JT and I were talking about this in our review pod yesterday. <laughs> JT never wavered from Audet last week's on our in our show. And so I'm like, JT, you just kept saying Audet, 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 whether it was who he would pick, his four picks, who he looked at. He kept, yeah. said Audet a bunch of times. So I picked him off that, and then JT's like, yeah, I don't remember that. I never picked him. So, so. Yeah, uh, JT couldn't pick him. We we all had Audet the week before. Oh, he did, not, he a, he did not explain that to me he, yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Audet at a seven was a no-brainer. For, for me, I, I couldn't believe he was a seven. He had met right. his handicap the previous weekend in Toronto, and yeah. then he went higher, which didn't make any sense. So. Uh, yeah, you guys on last week's pod really changed my mind. Where I'm like, what are these guys seeing with our dad? I'm like, okay, I'm going to take him. Uh, I mean, he's just the yeah. he's in shape, and no, I mean to get sure. top seventeen, you know, when there's four or five privateers or more than that even in two fifty class, I think was a no brainer. Yeah. So. Okay, so who'd you have, Paul? Two fifty class, I really nailed it. One sixty-two, the most I've ever gotten all year in two fifty wow, class. I had work. Lorenzo Lacrucio for fifty, the best pick. Dakota Alex, also the best pick for fifty. I had him, and then I had Cunningham, the next best pick for thirty-six. I should have took Audet, but I didn't. I went Cole Thompson for uh, he got thirteenth. He was a five. Twenty-six. Twenty-six yep. points. So I had a great two fifty class. Um, but then, but you know, once <sighs> yeah. that happened, I still knew four fifty was coming, and I got three guys in the main event. Ain't gonna work. <laughs> Uh, I just went, I looked at Alex again, I'm sitting at home on my couch and said, ah, shoulder Daytona. No way. Overthought. Yeah, I did. I because had no it, idea about the shoulder. Yeah. No idea. Because I, I, you know, you know, he's a good starter and you looked at that piece of crap track and you're like, dude, the guy gets a start. You can hang in there. Um, yeah. and there's one thing Dakota Alex can do. It is start. Um, how, yeah. why did you pick Lorenzo? Um, I believe because he's an eight, um, so when he, and uh, he qualified fairly well. I think did you he? guys were talking about in the pod. Yeah, I think he did. I mean, that was obviously it's, he did. Dude, way, when he's in better. third, you're you're losing your mind. You're like, oh god. Well, yeah, I just assumed. Honestly, I assumed he was going to crash. Yeah, I was like, ah, he'll he'll crash. You know, I was very, I was very worried. And... What's that, Dan? Uh, sorry, I was very worried when he was in third because he was going fast, like Paul said. I was just like, hey, you only need to get ninth to get 50 points. Like, you know, yeah. just back her down a yeah. little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, but but if he's in third with that track and that start, you're like, dude, it would have to go so sideways for him to get ninth right now, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. You mean like Jake, that's Jake from fifth. Like the climber. I was just going to bring that up. <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> you're right. It would have to go so sideways, and it did go so sideways for Jake Weimer. Um, who'd you have, Dan? Uh, I had Lucrucio also. I, Damn it, on my team. Screw you guys. I can't believe you didn't pick him. He's ridden there for the last four years at the Daytona Supercross thing, so he's like kind of got accustomed to like that style of track. And um, same reason I was going to pick McAdoo, but he didn't race. But uh, yeah, I had Lorenzo at an eight. I just it was a no brainer to me. If he's either going to maybe crash, but top eighteen was was easy for me. I had Dakota Alex and I had Cunningham, uh, so I did really good with those three. And then for some reason I picked Jerry Robin. I emailed Justin and had him added to the list. You did. Um, I, you know, a bunch of people were texting me saying, "Hey, can you get Robin added?" I think Justin was going to add him anyway. Um, I don't know. I I wasn't sold on his qualifying time. I seen that he rode an unseated practice. The track was smooth. I wasn't. I didn't worry about that. I just know that he's in shape, or at least I thought he was in shape. Um, and he would try really hard, and and he was in nice for a long problem. time. 
He was there's in ninth for problem. a long time. I'm not going to mention the problem. There's, but there's knows, one problem. The problem. There, there is a problem with that team <laughs> and, and keeping everything together. The motorcycles he is riding. <laughs> but, in the heat race, uh, we always send, we're in the group text, and we always send our teams at 7 o'clock, and I'm down on the starting line, and I text everybody, uh, Robin's bike won't start. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. His bike won't. His bike won't start. I'm like, I want to go help him, but I don't want him to get disqualified. <laughs> but like, so wow. his mechanic, his mechanic pulled him back, and they push started his bike. Yeah, it was on TV. And, uh, that part was on TV. Oh, it was. Yeah, okay, yeah. I didn't watch it on TV. So yeah, they start his bike. I was getting and... such a giggle out of that because he wasn't on my team. <laughs> I was enjoying the stress that everyone oh, my God. because of that. I put my so feet up. More of my Paul, beer. Paul lit a cigarette. Sit back in his <laughs> yep, chair. <laughs> it was, it was hilarious. He never. Uh, I don't know if blowing maybe he up. Raced. People are panicking. <laughs> he might have raced Daytona once before, maybe another race. I think he race. did. I'm not sure. I think he did. Yeah. Yep. I'm not sure, but you should never pick a guy in his very first race. I, I knew better. He was so he gets. He's in ninth, right? He mm-hmm. gets the blue flag. Maybe he's in tenth or eleventh at this point. He gets the blue flag off the track. We're, we're going off the track. We're going to let these guys go by. He lets maybe five guys pass him. <laughs> oh, JT, JT about had a heart attack. Like, he was very angry. Oh, JT like, had the uh, – JT had him? Had Robin? I, I believe so. We were watching Robin and, and yeah. that Featherstone guy all day, um, and it was comical. The He would have got you. Now, granted, it still wouldn't have been great, but he had 20 points had he got not docked one spot for cutting the track. Well, yeah, he would land off the big jump, and then he would just go around uh, – like the finish line, just go around the, the jumps to let people go by. Like to let the, let the, I mean, he did a good job of letting the leaders go by. <laughs> but uh, so he's the exact opposite of Kyle Lewis. Like he, whatever you know, he he really, really did a good job. Um, he he did ride great in the heat race, though. I mean, like he did ride good. So yeah, I mean, no, he, props. it was good for his first race. I, but again, like we'll talk about handicaps in a second. He shouldn't have been an eight. He should have been a twelve. Yeah, I asked why, why would you ever, email. you know, why would you ever think that this dude, three-digit guy, showing up, doesn't ride a series regularly, would all of a sudden be an eight? Like that's so dumb. Yeah, he went. Justin had to have gone. See, this is the problem with uh, adding riders after practice. When it, well, he should have been on, he was on the entry list. So the entry list should have been looked at, and then all the riders added prior to practice. Then that practice time doesn't come into consideration at all. You can't. So, you can't do that when there's money on the line. I know, but when Robin was added, it was after practice, and he qualified 10th. So in Justin's theory, I'm thinking he was like, okay, if I make him a 14, like he should have been, then everybody picks him. But he should have been a 14 to begin with, you know, or a 12 at yes, least. Yes. His first race, you know, I, I, everything. I think, he, I think he's putting too much emphasis on he doesn't want, he doesn't want everyone to pick somebody. But, I mean, uh, like, you can't, you can't totally against, go against the, the – can we get who? Do you know if we have a common sense director? Do we have one of those? Guys? I'm working on it, Paul. I'm working <laughs> okay. on it. We need a common sense director that says, "Hey, this is the first time he's ever raced. Who cares where he qualified? I'm sure the track was smooth, Dan. You, you, I think you talked to me about this. He yeah. qualified great because the track was smooth. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they, we don't get fantasy points for practice. No, should you should never with, get with, fantasy with points on practice. Never. But when no, we get to the, no. I mean, we're get, we can get to the handicaps. But again, so right, let's get it, let's is, get into that. So motocross fantasy handicaps two two fifties for this week. Jerry Robin, off of his stellar nineteenth place, nineteenth is a After better handicap. Eight. He is a six this week. Yes, this boils my blood because <laughs> I didn't pick him, and now you're telling me I 
Look, he's so he's so upset his phone is breaking down. His phone is breaking up. He's that upset. The anger coming through his cell phone is, is distorting the signal. Um, can you hear me? Can now you hear me we now? can. We can hear you back. Okay, you're back. You were you were saying you didn't pick him in hopes of I didn't he does bad. Yeah, and you, he gets a yep. better handicap, and then you can pick him on the odd week and make up a lot of points. The same theory that I yep. do a lot. And it it's totally like I just got smacked. I got smacked in the face with the yardstick at school for getting the question right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So you did the right thing. His handicap should have went up. It should be a 10 or an 11. Um, and instead it went the other way. He's useless at a 6. I don't care if He's you, useless. If you, I don't care I'm if you pick him list. and he gets 7th in the main event and gets 50 points. You can't tell me that I'm wrong. <laughs> well, here's the thing with him. He's a, he raced GNCC for a while. He's never really been known as a Supercross guy. I don't even know if he'll be at Indy. Like, Daytona's a perfect track for him, uh, his, his skill set. So he's a even if he was an 8, I would not pick him for the, a general, a traditional Supercross this week. Yeah. I just wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He, he should be a 14. After that race, he should at least be a 10, and he's still on us to get picked a 10. He so, so not finished. Cunningham, let me get this right. So Cunningham came into the season a 5, doesn't make the main, stays a 5, gets 13th at Atlanta, doesn't race Toronto, then goes to a 3 somehow. I don't know how. <laughs> um, <laughs> Crushes it. I mean, he was battling for podium spot half the, half the race. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, but we're gonna stay at three. Wh- where? Why? <laughs> like, yeah. unbelievable, unbelievable. Again, we got the question right, and we're getting smacked by the teacher. So everyone yeah. got the question wrong at Daytona. They didn't have a chance, Dan. They get to pick him this time. Yeah. yeah. A couple of my buddies called me. They're like, "Man, I'm so pumped! I get to pick Cunningham out of three. I'm like, "Yeah, you just got to see how good he's gonna do. Right. And yeah. and now you get to pick him out of three. When yeah. really he should, you know, yep. he should be a zero. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. No, a zero would be good. I would go. I'd be okay with that. Yep. Um, you know, it's just, it's just tough. I know, I know Justin's always catching crap from us, but you just got to stick to the same the same way and you can't we don't get points for heat races or practice so why can why do you make their handicaps off of practice or heat races that's what i keep going to you know if you yeah. gave us points for heat races and, and practice times then then i would understand it but but there's not so no absolutely i agree um all right so who do we like this week um mcadoo's a six if he comes back hammer that right yeah, for sure. I mean, if if McAdoo races, I think I think you have to pick him. Uh, what else do you like, Dan? I like I like Norin out of seven. I don't know what's been going on with Norin, but I still like him out of seven. I don't know if he's mm-hmm. uh, he's not hurt or nothing. I, I just don't know why he's been doing. You know, just, he got, you know, he had to go to the LCQ because he cra- he wasn't qualifying position. He crashed. Went to the LCQ. He won that, so he had the 18th gate pick. And yeah, I know J Mart turned 18th gate pick into second, but. Freddie Norman's not J-Mart, and I think that was but it. Freddie didn't have RV, so. No, yeah. Still waiting for a reply back from RV on the third gear, by the way. Um, I, I love Norin, um, as long as everything's okay. McAdoo, and um, I, I obviously like Cunningham. I, I think it's a, a, a no-brainer. You just watched him, you know, ride inside the top seven, no problem. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then for the fourth pick, you know, I like Renslin out of one. He's been top ten, I think, every weekend. Um Besides the one he crashed out, so I, I like Redslin out of one. Okay, Paul. Um, does anyone have any on Coates? Paul Coates. Um, he, he, he was that day. I had him on my team, so and he didn't race. I got a zero. I feel like I need to avenge myself and pick him again. He's gonna do good. Is he gonna be there? 
he he was at Daytona. Um, he rode that first on time practice, I think, and then pulled in. So I'm assuming maybe he's still hurt. Hmm. Hmm. Well, that's all I got. I um, besides that, uh, yeah, I agree with McAdoo and Norin. Um, what about Mitchell Harrison at a five? What do we think about that? He had a really bad crash in the in the main event this weekend. Uh, I I don't even know if he finished the main. Did he finish? Hmm. No. Uh, well, he got uh, where's his? He he got last, so probably not. Yeah. I, I don't know. He was holding his arm or shoulder. Um, he got up after a little while, but I don't know if he's hurt or not. So, yeah, out of five, if Harrison's there and he looks good in practice, then, yeah, of course, you know, you could pick him. But he did have a big one at Daytona. Hmm. All right. So, All right. Um, you, want to, you want me to give you four then? Yeah. All right. The four I'll go with are going to be Norin, McAdoo, Harrison, and Coates. That's my that's my Wednesday team. So keep an eye on Coates and keep an eye on McAdoo and everything else. Um, keep an eye on Harrison. Is there anybody that you can have? Like, I would pick Cunningham. I can't, though. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I would, too. And I, yeah. I, I, All right. Paul's gone again. You're gone again. All you lucky people that made bet. Huh? Rewarded with making an easy, great choice. <laughs> Stay in one spot. You're, you're breaking up. Um, <laughs> I am. I am. I'm sitting in a chair. Oh, okay. What about Lorenzo? No? No? Three? No? Because that was a Daytona start? No. That was a Daytona-specific result? I mean, you could pick him out of three, like and, he, and he would pay off it. I don't love it, though. I, yeah. I would pick, I would pick uh, you know, if you had to go McAdoo or Lorenzo, I'd pick, right. I'd pick Lorenzo. I, I think I even picked Cole Thompson out of four, maybe, over, over Lorenzo. Keep an eye. Three. I don't know if Thompson's racing. He's not doing all the races, so keep an eye on whether he's there or not. I think he might be skipping some. You could, you could look at Henry Miller, your guy you picked last weekend. He moved up to a 14 handicap. Yeah, from so. a 12 to a 14. Yep. Okay. Um, nice. I like Norrin and Cunningham and um, McAdoo. I can't pick Cunningham and Norn, so I'll I'll probably take Alex at a six for my team, and I got a debate between A Rod and Luke, and it depends on whether A Rod gets that Geico ride or not. So, um, yeah, Gannon that's not terrible out of five. I mean, he's been five or seven. You know, every I was going to mention that too. Where where did he get his podium at last year? I know it was a different bike, different team, different year, but where was it? I thought it was Dallas. No, no, it was no. East Coast, Indy no. or Indy. Or I want to say it was St. Louis Detroit. or Indy. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, he just he doesn't start very good. He <laughs> never. No, big, he's never no. started well. <laughs> no, that's a big problem, not. especially in this class. So, um, um, you know, I, I don't know, but the, I don't see a ton of picks. You can maybe look at John Short. He's a twelve for people that are trying to make up some points. Cartwright made the main this week and rode good. He's a ten. You know, there are there are some picks that are that are usable at least. You know. Um, All right, let's go to let's go to four fifties for motocross fantasy. Um, Dean's at two. That's not bad. Uh, Bart Bogle's got that six. What was he last week? I feel uh, like he was a four. six last week. Was it four? Okay. No, he could have been a forty-four though. Steve, you got zero from not being in the main event. No, I know. I like that six for Bogle. Kinda. I don't know. He's sketchy. Freeze is Freeze got a little worse. He's an eight now. Um, if you pick, if you pick Bogle, you know he hole shots, and then you have to watch twenty minutes of him in the ruts. That's scary. Yeah. <laughs> Dean at a two. Yeah, you like that. Yeah, I like it. I, I like, like it. What else, Paul? Um, let me look here. Um, tickles a zero. That's lookable. Um, pickable. Uh, let's see. What about Mookie? 
Mookie's a six. Oh, Mookie's a six. <laughs> That's lookable. That's pickable. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to do yet. Uh, is Trey Kennard racing? Dan says he is. Yeah. Trey Kennard is uh, a, I mean, uh, he's know. a three. That's he's tough. A, yeah. That's tough. Um, Chisholm's a 10. I don't, I don't know. Um, um, but the problem with these high, high picks in this. Your phone's breaking up again. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just, I'm sitting in a hotel. I don't know what to do. Oh, weird. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I think that if you can pick Bogle, you kind of have to, right? I think so. I know you guys say no, but. No, I'm not saying no. I mean, he's on my team. Right now, my team is Bogle, uh, Freeze at an eight, Wilson at a two. You can pick Bogle, Dan? Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Bogle, Freeze, Wilson, and, and Malcolm Stewart at the, at this uh, on a Wednesday. Uh, I can't pick Jake Weimer. Uh, I still don't love it. Um, yeah, I think he'll get top seventeen, but I don't think he'll be much better than like fifteenth. So it you know it's not his track. I don't think. But you know, for you people that can pick him, go for it. Um, Nick Schmidt at eleven. I mean, he makes main events, but. How much better is he going to do? You know, yeah. I think that's what Paul. I think that's what Paul is saying about the, the Chisholms, the Rays, the Smith. How much better will they do in the main event? Yeah, they'll get you there and get you twenty two points, but that's not going to get you a, yeah. get you a win. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, it's like picking Intignaps when I did that when I picked both Intignaps. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean Malcolm out of six on paper looks really good because he's fast. You know, is it? I wrote this in my column today on Racer X. Don't you feel like Malcolm's getting a little bit worse? I, I do. Right? Like, shouldn't he be getting better? He just, he is really tired out there. Or at least it looks like he's really tired in the races. It kind of does, right? Like, he was riding a solid, what, 10th or 11th at Daytona, and then he just hit a wall. Um, Josh Grant had a one. We've, we said all, all day on the on the show that he would be top 12. I think that's a good pick, too. You know, yeah. if you're looking for if you're yeah. looking for a solid fourth guy, yeah. I think you pick you pick Grant, no problem. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. What do you think, Paul? Yeah. Agree with all that? I'll give you the four that I'm going to pick right now. Um, I'll go Wilson, Malcolm Stewart, Vince Freeze, and Justin Barsha as my fourth. Oh, Barsha! We never threw his name around. What is he? He's a one. Barsha at a two. two. He's a two. He's a two. Yeah. yeah he's a two. He did get a warning from the AMA this week, so. I oh, was really? there. That was the that was the greatest conversation I've I ever heard. I heard it didn't go well. Problem. Like he almost he, um. <laughs> he he refused to acknowledge that he was getting warned, is what I heard. And then he eventually had to sign these papers saying that he's acknowledged that he's getting warned. But the conversation was like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> it, it, I mean, whoever told you that is one hundred percent right. There was three of us in the semi, so I'm assuming I know who told you. You probably that. know it the was, other one. Yeah, the other guy. It, it was literally the most amazing conversation I've ever heard of him telling somebody that they don't know how to do their job, and that person just going, "Huh?" And he's like, "Nope, <laughs> nope." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, John Gallagher was saying, "You know, hey, there's this and this, and nope, it's fine. Nope." Yeah. 
And, and it was, oh my God, it was so classic. Right. Yeah. So uh, good, good, good times. Um, he, seen, he actually seen Gallagher walking because you can see through the back doors of the semi how they're mm-hmm. all parked at Daytona, and he goes, "This ain't gonna go good." <laughs> like, I'm like, oh boy. I just grabbed me a donut. It was morning time, and I just sat back and, and walked. Yeah. So, uh, but what I'm saying is, for that, like, I don't know. Maybe he rides differently, better or worse. I don't know. Maybe he just rides differently. Uh, he is getting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I will. I will say he is getting better for sure in in his training and um, you know his riding during the week and stuff is getting a lot better. So yep. I think I think that he'll be. I have him ninth this weekend, and I think he'll be top ten the rest of the year. Uh, you know, around yep. that range, right, his right. speeds be- his speeds better. Um, you know, his fitness is obviously getting better, and that's what I thought I would see out of Malcolm. Is kind of what we're seeing out of Barsha is getting better each weekend, but that's really not been the case. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hmm. All right, everybody. Uh, NFAB, please check them out for Jeep truck parts and uh, Pro Taper, Scott Sports, RM Fantasy SX, all on board with this podcast show. Uh, we thank you, people. Uh, we'll be back next week to uh, tell you how we did or wall or in our, in our misery. Uh, one of the two, anyways. Uh, Dan Truman, Paul Barabinos, thanks, boys. Thanks. Yeah. See Good luck, everybody. See you.